This is the Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors Podcast, sponsored by Bemidji State University and Northwest Technical College. The Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors Podcast is also sponsored by Visit Bemidji and Grant Haven Campground. Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors covers the lakes, woods, trails, wildlife, and anything else going on outdoors in Paul Bunyan's Playground. But first, if you love the outdoors and are looking for ways to align your education with future employment in the trades, Northwest Technical College in Bemidji is for you. Explore state-of-the-art technical education in six career paths, automotive, building trades, business, health, child care, and manufacturing technology, all in the heart of Minnesota's Northwoods, surrounded by more than 400 lakes and, of course, limitless forests. The shortest path to your dream job and a good bite is at NTC, Bemidji's Technical College. Learn more today. Visit ntcmn.edu. We started out this week talking about game fair. One of the early signs that a lot of people will start thinking a little bit more about hunting and a little bit less about fishing. Another sign that that could be happening is coming up next weekend here in Bemidji at the Northland Regional Sports Park, the Bemidji Area Shooters Association, and the women of Bassa holding a big weekend event. Tara Hokuff and Pete Milley have the details coming up on Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors. Hi, I'm Dick Beardsley with Dick Beardsley Fishing Guide Service. I'd like to invite you to drop a line in one of the 400 lakes in the Bemidji area. We have 160 miles of biking trails, forest trails, campsites. You can even get your picture with Paul Bunyan and Babe is Blue Ox. And when your adventures are done, we have some of the best eateries that Minnesota has to offer. Plus, much, much more. And don't forget to check us out at the Minnesota State Fair in the Education Building. Bemidji, one step further. Hey, I'm Jason Rylander, the Jason that can grow a beard like a grown-up, and this is from Paul Bunyan Country. Well, we're getting to the uh, time of the year where we start veering off the fishing path and start talking about other outdoor things, because hunting seasons are coming, and with that, uh, we start talking about uh, gun activities. And we've got a big one that we talk about every year. Tara Hokuff is once again back. She's with the Women of Bassa. Tara, welcome. Thank you for having me back. And we have Pete Milley, who's the president of BASA. Welcome. Well, thank you for inviting me. So, Tara, let's start with you. What is the Women of BASA? The Women of BASA. We are a group of like-minded women who love the outdoors overall, but primarily getting out on the range and shooting and hunting and all of those activities. Um, We are pretty much 50 women strong still, even through COVID. We stayed strong, Mm -hmm. and um, we meet once a month. We do education activities, trainings out on the range. Um, we have guest speakers, and this coming weekend happens to be one of our main fundraising events. Okay, and we'll get into that in a moment, but let's bring Pete in for a moment. Uh, BASA, Bemidji Area Shooters Association. Uh, it kind of says what it is, but uh, give us more of a description of what BASA actually is. Well, Kev, BASA, it's actually an old club. It was formed back, I think it was incorporated in 1973, but we've never had a long-term lease until this agreement with the county. Um, it's pistol and rifle shooters. Uh, we do all kinds of things, three-gun shoots, um, turkey shoots, which not shooting at a turkey but a target. <laughs> um, and right now we're running a rimfire league that's real popular. So it's, it's kind of like what Tara said. It's a bunch of like-minded people that enjoy shooting. Um, some of them are kind of closet shooters that like to shoot by themselves, and there's a large group that like competition so we have a lot of competition out there okay i'm I'm much more in tune to what's going on in the fishing world than the than the shooting world so what is a rimfire league 
Okay, Rimfire League is we use it's twenty two long rifle, okay. and we shoot at fifty yards and a hundred yards, and we have bench rest targets. Um, we shoot off of up, off of sandbags or rests, and uh, it's very very precise shooting. Um, hard to explain over the radio, but <laughs> yeah, it's uh, you know you're shooting at a target that the center is about the size of a dime. Um, wow. Yeah, and so and you're shooting. Uh, uh, 25 shots at a target, uh, one shot in each target. And like I say, the center of the target's about the size of a dime. Um, and I th- think right now we're running about 26 people in that league. So it's real popular. Okay, so um, you're the Bemidji Area Shooters Association. You're in the same area, the same park that the Trap and Skeet Club is. So set separate the two what what's the difference between what you do and what they do okay well trap and skeet is just exactly what it says they have a a trap range a skeet range and a five stand sporting clay range out there it's all done with a shotgun our range is primarily um, rifle and pistol although during a three-gun shoot we also use a shotgun Um, that's the difference they're busting clays all the time that's all they do is busting clays and we're shooting at steel paper and clay targets okay and, and a long, long way away. Um, up to 200 yards at this wow. point. Our, our next expansion, we would like to go to 600 yards. So. Okay. And that's all part of the, uh, the, the big park that was created. Well, it's going to be close to a decade, or is it a decade yet? It's going to yeah, be getting close. I, I believe it opened in uh, 2017, 2018. Okay, so five years. But it was, it's been in the planning stages since. Oh, I came onto the board in 2000. Seven um, is when we started the planning, and and uh, we had already acquired the land from the county, but we didn't have any finances to put it together. Um, mm-hmm. So it wasn't until we started getting some grant money from Nielsen Foundation, State of Minnesota, First National Bank, a bunch of those people got together. Um, I can't I can't even name no. all of the donors <laughs> that, but yeah, that's when we really got going. Is when we started getting some large financial grants because it's an expansive operation. I remember having many conversations with people as the process went along, and, and now it's been open for some years, and now you've got your big event there once again this year. So, Terrace, tell us a little bit of what's coming up next weekend. <clears throat> yeah, so August 19 through the 21st, um, we have the August Academy. It's our fourth annual event. So if you've been out there before, it looks the same. Um, we've got a couple new presenters on Saturday doing some different trainings and classes, but Friday, um, starting at noon, we have open to the public hours, so come out and see the great facility that we have out there. Um, and then we will also have a BB gun shoot set up. So if you remember, or if you've been there before, it looks like a big inflated bounce house, um, but it's a way to have two shooting lanes for kids to practice firearm safety and shoot BB guns at a target at the end of this essentially inflated range safely so they can do everything learn the techniques um and everybody all the kids who come out to try their hand at it get entered into a drawing to win their very own bb gun okay so that's the main stuff on friday saturday all day nine to six um we have a couple trainings like i spoke of you can see those online but it's um a basic handgun training and a first aid CPR skills test out session. So that's new to us this year. Um, They do require pre-registration, so you'll wanna check online for how to get into those. (laughs) 
but along with that, we have the three-gun match again this year, and we have the drop plate challenge, which is another shooting challenge out there on Saturday. Um, and all of that goes all day along with our silent auction fundraiser. So there's lots to do. Um, and actually, we're still adding more. <laughs> it's still okay. not finalized. Um, so the the uh, silent auction, I mean, I'm assuming goes to VASA or your organization or both, or how how did the funds get distributed there? Yeah, so the Women of VASA is essentially an arm of the range, right, Bemidji Area Shooting Association. Um, it's just that space where we can train as women, because not all women are comfortable learning from their dads or their husbands or their brothers. So um, we're, we are still the same group. But we meet separately just to give women that extra kick, you know. Um, so the funds essentially are going back to BASA, but specifically earmarked for the women's section to keep us running throughout the year. We are talking Bemidji Area Shooters Association with Pete Milley and Tara Hoka. we got a lot more to cover next. I'm Bro Rosedale, proud to help educate Kevin Jackson on Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors. This is the Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors podcast, sponsored in part by Bemidji State University. You can pursue your passions with a world-class education in the heart of Minnesota's Northwoods. The drive to acquire deeper knowledge and develop greater wisdom is already in your nature. So join us on the shores of Lake Bemidji. Minnesota's premier Northwoods University can help you make the world a better place than you found it. Learn more at BemidjiState.edu and schedule a tour today. BemidjiState.edu I'm Kevin Cochran, and you're listening to Paul Bunyan Country. Pete Millie and Tara Hocuff, my guests today. We're talking about the Bemidji Area Shooters Club. They've got a big event coming up at the Northland Regional Sports Park next weekend, but we're covering all kinds of topics like this one. So, Pete, what would be some of the, the expenses that come along with being uh, a, a shooting club? One of the biggest expenses is liability insurance. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. Huge, <laughs> huge expense for us. Um, uh, and we carry, you know, liability insurance on the range. We have liability insurance for the officers, so that in the in the case where somebody got sued, the officers would be protected personally. Um, that's the hands down the biggest expense. Um, and then of course, you got electricity and propane, but but that's the big expense right there. Mm-hmm. Um, most of the infrastructure was completed through grants. Um, a lot of donated materials and stuff like that so and and of course the building we're in was actually the old trap and skeet building that was on the on county road nine at the end of the runway and we just moved it out there so that it cost us the moving and the cement but insurance hands down is our biggest expense so tara um, you've been involved in this organization for a number of years now what draws most women into it and how and you mentioned earlier how many active members you have, but um, on this like particular weekend, do you, do you see a lot of new people, or is it a lot of familiar faces? A little of both. Okay. Um, you know, we encourage all the women of Bassa to come out to be that friendly face and to be that person to talk to somebody who maybe has never been out there. Um, we we hope to see as many women and children out there along with the guys, right? Because usually it's let's guys go to the range and do something, but. It is very much a family-friendly event and weekend and place to be throughout the year. So um, hopefully we'll see a bunch of new faces. Mm-hmm. We usually do get a kick in membership come, you know, late August, right, September, right after the event. So I think we're definitely 
the publicity gets our name out there or reminds people that we're there, and it definitely helps bring in new faces. Okay. You know, Pete, you get into shooting, it's beyond hunting. I mean, most most of the guys I know, we go out, we hunt, we put, and then they put the guns away pretty much for most of the rest of the year. What draws you to something beyond that, to something this precise? And how do you, how do you, what draws you to that? Are you talking about me personally? Well, yeah, you're you're the guy who's here right now. Okay, so. <laughs> okay. Well, I was brought my my dad was a gunsmith. Okay. So I grew up around guns. I grew up shooting my whole life. Um, after my dad passed away, my brother bought his equipment and started his own gun business, um, mostly in custom AR-15s. Uh, so our whole family has shot all of our life, and. Uh, the, you know the the strive for accuracy the, the smell of the gunpowder i mean it until you experience it it's really hard to explain um you know the competition between people uh like talking about that rimfire club these guys get together guys and gals we have you know several women that shoot in this rimfire league and they're doing incredibly well um, the camaraderie you know it's just really fun it's a passion. It, 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 it's either in your blood or it's not. <laughs> that's right. And once it gets in there, it's a deep, dark hole. You know, because it, it doesn't matter if it's Corvettes, musky fishing. That's right. What, what, whatever it is. That's right. When it gets in your blood, it's in your blood. It's in your blood. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. And well, go ahead. Uh, no, I was just going to say, well, I got to think uh, for both of you, um, it certainly helps hunting-wise too, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, the, the the strive for accuracy, you know, it's just when you make a shot on a deer or a grouse or whatever it is, you know, you just want to be a clean, ethical kill, no messing around. You don't want to be tracking, and I'm sure it's the same mm-hmm. for you girls, you know. Yeah, and, and what I hear a lot, too, from our ladies is just being more comfortable with their firearms. You know, if you don't take them out and you don't practice you're not comfortable and that's the Mm -hmm. bottom line and if you're not comfortable you're not safe so getting women out consistently at least monthly sometimes you know in between our meetings but at least monthly they get more familiar they get more comfortable they can clear jams they can do things safer (laughs) and that that ultimately leads to success one of the cool things with the high school um, trap shooting leagues now is first of all it's amazing how many kids go out for that not just in Bemidji but any school huge yeah it's huge numbers you go to a state tournament it's you know you better you better have earplugs but but it's also uh guys and gals same team no you know there's not a girls team there's not a boys team it's it's one team because you're shooting at the same targets um, do you know off the top of your head how many girls are involved in that at, at Bemidji High School? I don't, but I know the number grows every year, and I am excited to see them grow every year. <laughs> <laughs> Even for the three-gun match. You know, when I did my very first one, gosh, it was probably over five years ago, there was only two of us ladies that even attempted. And, and I think more consistently we're seeing females try their hand at these competitions and not be so intimidated. <laughs> The Bemidji Area Shooters Association hosting a big event at Northland Regional Sports Park next weekend. We'll wrap it up with Tara Hokup and Pete Milley next. I'm Jason Durham, the smarter and better looking Jason, and this is Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors.
When planning your trip up north, plan to park your RV or camper at the spacious Grand Haven RV Campground in Bemidji. You'll be in the perfect area to ride ATV, fish, hunt, and hike. With free parking for your boats and trailers and located just off Highway 2 west of Bemidji, Grand Haven Campground is the center point for your next Northland adventure. Fish hundreds of surrounding lakes and cruising the miles and miles of the ATV trails northern Minnesota has to offer. Visit GrandHavenCampground.com and book your stay today. Hi, this is Nate Blazing with the Nissel Guide League and you're listening to Paul Bunyan Country Outdoor. The Bemidji Area Shooters Association has a big event coming up at Northland Regional Sports Park next weekend. We're talking all things shooting with Pete Milley and Tara Hoka. Pete, do you notice uh, or see uh, members who maybe aren't as active all of a sudden now that we're getting close to hitting the woods? Uh, they're coming out and they're practicing and they're getting... Absolutely. Yeah, th- this time of year especially, um, it brings those guys out. They, they get their rifles sighted in. They start practicing a little bit. And uh, you'll see Saturdays and Sundays get real busy out there in the fall. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So. It's it's a busy time. Uh, we actually offer a hunter site in special uh, the last couple of weeks of October where we let the public come out uh, for a small fee. We help them sight their rifle, and we have spotting scopes, the targets, the sandbags, everything they need to get their rifle on. And with the cost of ammunition now, getting it on fast is really important. you know. And it makes them feel so comfortable when, when you show them on the target. Well, this is where you're hitting, you know. You've got three shots that are touching each other at 100 yards, you know. Um, big confidence boost for those guys. Yeah. Um, so that's an important thing that we offer in the fall, and, and it gets really busy. I know you love the outdoors and have for a long time. How did you get involved? I was lucky to grow up in a household that encouraged me, even as a young girl, to get out into the deer stand, into onto the trails grouse hunting so my dad my brother my grandpa um while while the ladies in my family were in the outdoors they weren't as active as i am i would say um and all the important men in my life really encouraged me it's kind of something about 99.5 percent of the people i talk to whether it be fishing or hunting it's certainly a family tradition very few pick it up as an adult yep yeah so you know, Kevin, it's funny you mention that because we have a program coming up that's called Learning to Hunt, and it's uh, put on by the DNR, and it's targeted at BSU or at the college students because their thought process is if we get them to hunt as a college kid, they're going to get married and they're going to bring their children up to hunt. But if they don't start hunting by the time they're in college, they may never hunt, mm-hmm. and they that it's been we've had this program before and i just got contacted uh, a week or so ago and they're going to do it again this year so oh great yeah it's it's really a good deal they get um they hunt down at itasca park of all places it's really a controlled hunt um the weapons are supplied the ammunition is supplied for them they have a mentor for each each uh, person that's in the program gets a mentor and so they you know really really want to show them how fun hunting can be Uh, we've got a a local butcher shop that volunteered to show them how to process the venison when they're done so really a big deal to get people to hunt that haven't been hunting before that's uh that's great i'd never heard of that before well 
I had never heard about it until a couple of years ago. I got contacted because they wanted to use our facility for it. And it went over real well, but then I don't know if they didn't get funding. But like I say, I just got contacted a couple of weeks ago, and I think August 27th is going to be the first session of it. Um, but it's really just a super deal, you know. Mm-hmm. Tara, from, from your perspective, I know we've talked over the years about getting more women and more girls involved, and it seems to be going in that direction. One of the things I really haven't seen yet is, you know, can I pick up the phone and call a female fishing guide? That really, you know, at least up here, I haven't seen that yet. That's that seems to be like that's the next hurdle to get through. Yes, yeah, there are definitely women looking for women to look up to. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what it boils down to. Um, I guess my biggest encouragement is our group of ladies. There are so many people who do so many things, whether it's fishing and they could just take somebody out, like Pete saying, as a mentor. Uh, maybe not a structured guide service run by right. a female, but um, the ladies in our group are 18 to, I think, in their 70s. And some ride horses, some fish, some hunt, some, I mean, they do all kinds of things. So that's where our group, I think, is a nice link in our area to some other women to look up to. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I mean, obviously, um, it's it's from the pure sports angle and the business angle, I mean, that's 50% of the population, mm-hmm. right? I mean, you, you don't want to leave them behind. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, uh, Pete, anything else you want to tell us about uh, BASA? Well, I, one thing, Kev, we do offer um, firearm safety, youth firearm safety. We're done for the season this year. Uh, but for the people, the local people will be starting up again in the spring. Um, we run it through the DNR. And give I think we did about 130 kids this year. Um, last year we did over 200. Um, that's a big deal. The, mm-hmm. the hunter safety, and getting that you know before. So that's one thing that we do do. Another thing that we do, I should say. Okay. Um, it's been real popular. Tara, again, it's all next weekend. Um, any cost? Other than if you want to buy an auction item? Uh, well, hopefully you bring a bunch of money for the silent auction. <laughs> yes. Um, but uh, some of the events you do pay to participate. Um, okay. The three-gun match and the drop plate challenge, you know, those are voluntary things. Just to come out and meet us and to get to see the range and to walk around and, and watch the three-gun match or things like that, that is totally free. The youth stuff is totally free. Um those classes on Saturday, you'd have to pre-register, and there is a fee to those instructors. But, I mean, come out and see everything and experience what the range is all about for free. Okay. And, again, it's not this weekend. It's next weekend, August 19th, 20th, 21st. Yes. All and, right. And don't forget, Tara, there is a payback on the drop plate challenge. Oh, I should mention that. So the drop plate challenge is one of the shooting events. You pitch in to participate, and then the winner of the drop plate challenge takes 50% of the pot back. Okay. So you could stand to win money, too, if you're a good shooter. And we should uh, mention it. I think we talked about it before we started recording, but there, you come out there and you get to the park. There's two separate areas, and uh, you're the Area Shooting Association, which, which is not the trap shooting area. So explain how we get there. Okay. Well, we're three miles <clears throat> north on Highway 89. Uh, there's a big sign, North Northern Regional Sports Park. When you go down that driveway, um, you'll see the sign that says uh, Bemidji Trap and Skeet to the right, 
and it says rifle pistol range is straight ahead and you just follow it to the end of the road there's a big gate there uh, you can see our building and the range is is right there now there is a trailhead that's off to the left where the stumblebill club and the atv club have a trailhead on that so oh, just keep okay. going straight yep okay Pete Milley is the president of the Bemidji Area Shooters Association. Tara Hokuf is, I don't know, are you the president? Leader. We go with leader. Okay, the yep. leader of the women of BASA, and they've got their big event August 19th through the 21st at the Shooting Club. Uh, again, that's uh, three miles north on Highway 89, and take a left. That's right. All right. Mm-hmm. Pete, Tara, thanks for being here today. We appreciate it. Thank thanks. you so much. Yeah, thanks for having us, Kev. Again, that kicks off next Friday afternoon. We'll continue through Saturday and Sunday morning at the Northland Regional Sports Park. Big event for the Bemidji Area Shooters Association. Good sign that fall is definitely on the way. That's it for this week. I'm Kev Jackson. Thank you for joining us. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the Sleep Number Bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my Sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details.